1: Good morning and welcome. It's 9.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. And it is the anniversary of D-Day, June 6th, 1944. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, I've got my special guest with us, Dr. John. And Dr. John, there's a thing called Hikamori, and it comes from Japan. They've established a name for um these are people who are young men, and they live in isolation. To make a long story short, there's men in America, we believe, the same thing's happening. They're prime working age, but they're, they're not employed. Most of them sit at home, they play video games, and what this uh, establishes is that one of the issues at play here could be low testosterone, but, but then you've got a guy like the director of Avatar, James Cameron. He said that testosterone is a toxin that needs to be worked out of one system. And then NPR uh said there's an association between toxic masculinity and testosterone. Uh go ahead from a doctor's perspective tell us how stupid those things are.
0: Well, the best evidence that toxic masculinity um ever existed if it did it was D-Day. We had we were pretty toxic uh, to the to the folks that we finally overcame and and you know we had young men, 17, 18, nine years, 19 years of age, right, storming Omaha Beach and elsewhere. You know, that's the only kind of toxic masculinity that we, you and I really give a rip about. You know, we we, we, we do have a crisis in our country where um, children are are actually, well, you know, forget that, you know, they have the whole trans issue going on around there now. So you've got women, you know boys becoming girls and girls becoming boys and and, and trying intentionally at the age where their testosterone level is kicking in the most, right, trying to discourage them from engaging in activities which, you know, allow them boys to be boys. Um, The highest level, let me say this real quick, testosterone is produced in the male, in the womb, in its mother's womb, at the highest levels that it's going to be until the age of puberty, until they're 12 or 13. Those secondary sexual characteristics that develop later when they're 12 you know are because of testosterone, but early in the mother's womb, they get testosterone levels over a hundred. And so I, I try to make it really clear those little baby boys coming out of their mother's womb are in fact fully fully boys, right? High testosterone. And then there's a dip in testosterone in boys through the early childhood years, you know two, three, four, up until puberty which is why, you know, boys will sometimes, you know, dress up like a girl when they're five or whatever they'll do, because they're not thinking, you know, in those male terms. They're kind of hard to differentiate. Then in puberty, the testosterone kicks up, and then hopefully we're able to preserve those high testosterone levels right through puberty into adulthood. What we are seeing is increasingly in in society, the testosterone levels that used to stay up in men, and we're talking a male testosterone level should be anywhere between 400 and about 800 or 1,000, all right? We're seeing those testosterone levels dipping, not going higher. And there's a variety of reasons. You know, we, we, some people blame it on drinking out of plastic water bottles. Could it be uh, the use of oral contraceptives, uh, you know, and in, in, uh, could it be... One obvious thing I can say is vasectomies lead to low testosterone levels in men. I just want to make sure I throw that out there because I, I warn men before they get their vasectomies, you know, I'll probably be seeing you back and putting you on testosterone. So... What is going on in Japan and what's going on around the world is, yeah, I believe we're seeing more men are becoming passive. They're not um, utilizing their God-given um, masculine profile, you know, their testosterone levels such as they are. And they're also not doing things to increase their testosterone level, which includes a daily regimen, you know, working out. You know, I, I get guys all the time that come in, they want more testosterone. You know, the, the whole thing that happened back in the Jose Canseco days, right, Mark McGuire they want to be ripped. And I say, well, if you want to be ripped and have a 12-pack and go to the gym and work out, and your body will automatically feed back and give you high levels of testosterone. Don't go running off to every uh, clinic in town that has some health care provider who's going to give you pellets to increase your testosterone level. I, I mean, that has become... Outside of COVID, the number one conversation I have is about these artificial hormones, synthetic hormones. I mean, I can't believe how every day I get people coming in who are trying to elevate their testosterone levels, you know, with these pellets uh, that are like 600 bucks or whatever they pay for them, that they're injected into their, you know, butts. But... Well,
1: the reason reason people do it, doctor, is because it works. And you can go to the gym and you still may not see the desired... Uh, results, so you know they they go to these alternatives a lot of time because they just feel lousy. And in fact, in a lot of cases, they don't have the energy uh, to go to the gym. So it's easy just to tell them that. But the other part that listen to this, David Turberg, he he did a uh, he did this experiment and he said that if you have low levels of testosterone, he elevated them artificially, right, and said that increased levels of testosterone lead to social cooperation and better moral judgment. What do you think about that?
0: Well, I think the testosterone has to be there at a level that's physiologic. This is my point. It has to be, you know, between 400 and 800, those are good levels of testosterone. And of course, as appropriate to your age, you know, if you're a 75 year old guy, you're not going to, you don't want to be walking around with a testosterone level of 800 because there is a health consequence to testosterone. I mean, yeah, that we, we, I mean, I love the fact that I have an innately high testosterone level. You know, I've had five kids and I have enough energy, I'm, I'm blessed. But for the folks who don't have that energy, I'm going to be honest, I, what I see happening is they go a little bit extreme, and then they end up, you have to remember this, there's a reason men don't live as long as women, is because the testosterone we have at the levels we have is atherogenic. It actually precipitates strokes and heart attacks, you know. That's, that's very important, not to mention prostate cancer is totally linked with testosterone. So you got to be careful, Hey, hey, listen, during COVID, During COVID, the guys who were dropping like flies were the guys with the high testosterone levels. We were actually using testosterone blockers when I could to stop people from having the uh, cytokine storm that was associated with the Delta delta variant because you had these blood clots and things. So, So testosterone is not all good is what I'm basically saying. If you're not careful, it can do a more harm than good. You need to have a physiologic level, not a, what I call a supra physiologic level, which is what's happening with these most of these pellet clinics. When I see people coming in, it's women who have a testosterone level that's over a hundred when they're normal. it should be under forty or forty-five, and then it's men who have heart levels over a thousand, or you know, and it shouldn't be that high, especially in their sixties and seventies. I, I,
1: I, I don't, you know. doctor, I don't disagree with that at all. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is our testosterone levels have dropped precipitously, not through our age per se, but I mean in terms of generations. Our grandfather had more testosterone than we do. And I'm not saying go beyond the normal range, but I'm saying if we know this is the case, why wouldn't you want to adjust to it? And and this specific article speaks to men with low testosterone levels that are staying home, playing video games, watching pornography, smoking dope. And and in some of these, those are the same profile of people that are shooting people.
0: Yeah, no, we have a crisis. The low testosterone, where you're referring to, where the guys are basically just uh, couch potatoes, and they're not out there doing what men should have been doing, what men were doing on D-Day, and, you know, what men were doing providing for their families at age 18, 19, you know, going hunting and fishing and and building homes with their own two hands. Those, that, that, in fact, that is existing, and I am providing, in my own practice, I provide a lot of testosterone replacement. How I do it mostly is working with compounding pharmacists, which God knows, thank God they still exist To trying to put them out of business, where they can give you actually uh, topicals, you can get sublingual stuff, you don't have to do the pellets, you can get shots. I give testosterone injections to people, you know, and I monitor their levels and get them at what I feel as a physio, and they feel better, yes. Why men are low testosterone is a whole long story, like I said there's about a half a dozen good reasons. Um, But, you know, we're really, we do have a crisis. And by the way, that also reflects with lower sperm counts, the total connection, all right? And less, more infertility in male. And so these young couples I see coming, I have more men than ever with zero sperm, zero sperm coming into my office in their 20s. So we got a fertility crisis that we're going to have to talk about, too.
1: You got it, doctor. Always a pleasure. I will see you soon because I want to get huge, huge. (laughs)